some sleep. Well, let's get started. Alright guys, welcome back to another episode of The Least Favorite. I'm your host, Natalie, with my co-host, Anthony, who's sitting over there, finally. He's with us. Hi. And again, we have my sister Priscilla with us. And today she brought her husband, Chris, with us, my brother-in-law. <laughs> you have to do the So you can feel it because you can't hear it. So I want you to feel it. I can actually um, hear it now. I can hear it. Now. Um, so, yeah. So, we start every episode, like always, with a topic from the bowl. So, Chris, you get to pick the topic. Oh, I get to oh, pick the Because Priscilla picked the last one. So, let's see what it is. Let's see what we got here. <laughs> nah, we can't. We, y'all just did this one. We did? Yeah, what I, was th- it? I think she put it back in the bowl, but I, I oh, did. That was the first day. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, next yeah, one, yeah. Next one, next one. Next one. one. Sorry, guys. <laughs> My bad. Edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, your longest relationship was how long? <sighs> really? Current. This relationship? Yeah, current. This is your longest relationship? This is my longest relationship. That's what's oh, up. How many last years? fucking one, too. <laughs> how many <Right>. years? <laughs> so far. Right. Six. Six years so far. Yeah. Six years. I feel like y'all been together for like 15. We've well, known we, each other. We best friends for... 15, 16 Since 2005. Years. Yeah. Before we even time. decided to mm-hmm. take that next step. Mm-hmm. From the friend zone you know, to the end zone. That's right. <laughs> Got to play that long game. <laughs> oh, yeah. Chris played that long game, yo. He was on yeah. it. Yes, he was. Um, he was on it, but, you know, he wasn't on it well, all those years. We, I, I wasn't yeah. as mature as I am now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Back then was... I was very different. A lot of people... He was a thot. It, uh, a lot of people that know me now that didn't know me back then. He was out here in these streets. Put the two all right? I was. Real was quick, out can we talk about what we were talking about before we put the cameras on yeah. about the Jamie Foxx album? And how it was a time in both of your lives. <laughs> and I asked my sister if y'all were thotting and bopping. We and were. she said, Yeah. Yeah, we, we were. Bopping. What does that bopping? mean? Explain. Explain. You know. Nah, is- I don't. Testing the waters. Yeah. Kinda like. You know, how, you, know, you know how when you go to the pool, you're like, yo, I've I never been to this pool before. Let me put my foot in real quick. Just to see. see how cold the water just is. to see if the chemistry was real. Like, just to right. see if right. it was more than just if that infatuation. It was more than just what if. Like an idea. Like, yeah. Oh, I like the idea of. Okay, wait, wait, wait. So what exactly do you mean by test the waters? Yeah. We was testing the waters. We was testing the waters. <laughs> And we drank several cups of water. So it was a more, you went to the pool more than once. Yes. Tasteful. (laughs) Oh my God. Tasteful water. So that makes a lot more sense then. Because I always thought that Chris was just obsessed with you. And y'all were just friends. Well, and it was was. when you touched the water. (laughs) I mean. (laughs) Not to toot my own horn, but you know. Not toot it, baby. Toot, toot. (laughs) Anyway, um, it is PG. <laughs> it's PG. It's PG. <laughs> All right. So, I guess. Oh wait, what was the question? It was what was your longest relationship? Longest yeah, relationship. yeah. How long? Relationship and how long was it? Oh, it was Anthony for five years. That was my longest relationship. Mine was um, with Aiden's dad eight years. Mm. Yeah. Anthony, what was your longest? Yeah, I think you. Mine. Hours? Yeah. Five yeah. years, yeah. It's a long time. I feel like anything more than four or three, I don't know. Anything more than two is like an investment. Yeah. You know that the five-year mark... That's like an investment. The really five-year mark in any... Like, they usually say in the relationship that most couples don't make it past the five-year mark. Oh, really? Yeah, because the last three of our relationship now has just been the most toxic. Right. It's either y'all make it the if you pass the five year mark, then chances are y'all gonna be okay. That's what they say, but that five year mark has you determining: Am I gonna move forward with this relationship, or am I? Because by then you've already known the person long enough to see if you guys can continue growing together. Yeah, or you've already gotten to see. We toxic as hell. Right, we need right, to right, just right, part right. ways. Yeah. 
I mean, it also depends too if you really if you really think about it because you got to factor in age as well. Mm -hmm. right. You know what I'm saying? It's like if if y'all start dating at 17, young, right? Mm -hmm. You start real young. How much have you really grown? And then the thing is, everybody change, everybody grows, right? The whole point of life is to grow and mature, and venture off and try different things. Mm -hmm. And you know, with growth, you you might lose some friends. Mm -hmm. right. You might. You might go on a different route than what your partner is going on. Mm -hmm. So the the real question is to self, like, I do I want to kind of like pull my partner towards me, like, yo, this is the route we should go together, mm -hmm. or do I want to wait for them to come on this route on their own? Mm -hmm. They may not. Eventually, they may end up on that. They route. just grow or they apart. May not. Yeah. yeah, you know. Mm -hmm. So there's a, there's a lot of things to factor in when you talk about that. In yeah. my opinion, no, it's true. It's true. Um. All right, so let's get started with the episode. Keisha Cole, me. Um, all right, so we're gonna get started. I want to start with a relationship question. Obviously, this whole thing is relationship questions. Um, so I wanted to start with this one. What do you do when one partner wants to improve the relationship and the other does not? So I guess that kind of just goes with the point that Chris made. But then, what do you do? I feel like the answer is simple. But I want to hear what you I guys say gotta let say. It go Me too. I was just gonna say you let it go. I mean, because you can't if you and your partner don't have the same purpose. Because every there's a purpose for every relationship, pretty much. And if let's say we're not seeing eye to eye, and I want to like take steps to try to fix the reasons why we're not seeing eye to eye, and you're choosing not to either see your faults or not to take the same steps in mm -hmm. self-reflection and trying to see, okay, where can I better myself to make this relationship better? Mm -hmm. Then why the hell are we going to stay together? Right. Like, what's the point in that? Mm -hmm. If I'm constantly voicing to you what the problems are and you know that there's problems, but you, because you're afraid to grow or just because you're afraid to take those steps or because you don't want to be looked at as less than a person for not taking those steps. Mm -hmm. And where are we going? Like mm -hmm. years of voicing the same shit. Let it go. Yeah. I've been in situations like that. And I feel like the other person would just be like, oh, wow, you're just trying to you're just trying to change me. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a gaslighting right. thing at that point. It's it like, is. oh, you're just trying to change me. You just don't accept me for who I am. You're not loyal. You're not holding me down. But it's like, I don't got to fucking tolerate your bullshit if I don't want to anymore. I don't got to be loyal to disrespect. Exactly. Bullshit. Like, I don't want to fucking do this. This is It's harder than it needs to be. Right. It shouldn't be. I don't think, like, I feel like people feel like, oh, but relationships are hard work. And they you they do take a lot of effort. And they do, but... It's harder when you're the only person putting the effort in. Right. The only person the only willing person to put work in. Up. Yeah, the only person showing up. It's true. It's like, what are we doing this for? Like, I'm going to be mindful to to how you feel. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm going to cater to your feelings and, and make you feel good. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, you're making me feel like shit every yeah. day. Fuck like, it. no, fuck that. Yeah. yeah well, what, if, what if the person isn't making you feel like shit? Like, like let's say... You know, you want more time from the person, but they work crazy hours or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, what if they're not making you feel like shit? Then there has to be a just compromise. Like differences in, in personalities, yeah. Rather, you know what I'm yeah. saying? It like, has to be a compromise, though. At some point, like, yeah, granted, if your partner does work a lot of hours, they're not just purposely neglecting you because they're at work. But mm -hmm. they don't, if, unless they have, you know, like you got to compromise. You got to find way because it's not fair to the part the other partner either that they're constantly looking even for 20 minutes of your time and the other person just keeps using that as an excuse right, 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 right. yeah nobody works 24 hours in a day i would hope or not. should they or right. should they like what but i mean yeah. there's everybody has time for what they want to make time for so if you're working every day and your partner is saying okay but now that you're home like let's use a cell phone for example that's like the biggest thing with everybody. Like we get so consumed into our phones. We're on social media. Mm -hmm. We're watching YouTube. That's time that you're using for yourself. But if you know that your partner is looking for time with you, then maybe put the phone down and dedicate that time to your partner. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like right, right. you got to make a compromise or even like a video game, like everybody, whatever. But if you know that your partner's constantly telling you like, yo, I'm here. Hello. Put the game on pause. Watch mm -hmm. a movie with your partner. 
Nobody's saying you got to spend the whole day with them, but something to show them that. Right, right. You know? A little time. Yeah, sounds like you got to be able to put your partner first. Not don't put yourself first. Not do what you want to do, like you saying. No, but you you could do what you want to do. But at the same time, how would you feel? Like, let's say, okay, you working every day too, right? I I think what she's trying to get at is like it's got to be like a balance. It has to be a balance. No, yeah, you got to give them some attention as well. Correct. What I was, what I meant, like you got to put your partner first. Like if you have that few minutes of free free time and you spend it just like on your phone doing something, but your partner is like right there with you, like fuck, like at least just have like that conversation or do it together. Yeah, maybe include them in the YouTube videos (laughs) or include them in whatever you watching. Also, just look what I'm looking at or just something. Look at the game that I'm playing. You want to play this too, or something mm-hmm. to just, just go for a walk? Mm-hmm. Something. Spend yeah. that free time that you could have did by yourself with that person to try to just include them to keep it. Just so they could feel like they're relevant in your life, also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think the answer to the question when when one partner wants to improve and the other one does not, it generally one is really just thinking about themselves more a little bit. Right. So it's just, it comes down to like, kind of like they have a little bit more selfish mentality in a situation where one is thinking about us. Right. And the other one's just thinking about like my needs. Like I can't do this anymore. Like I can't deal with, or I mm. can't, I can, and usually they start talking that way. Right. So yeah, I just think one just becomes more selfish and it's trying to be a little bit more selfless and think about Pretty much. the needs of your partner. Exactly. Um. All oh, that sounds great. I was just, no, no, no. I agree. But, also, because um, I was trying to think of, like, me when I've been in those situations, I have been, I'm very selfish, and I can admit that. Because it would be, like, it's not enough that they want to include me in whatever YouTube video. It's like, yeah, but, like, I don't want, I don't want to watch that YouTube video. So spend time with me, but do what I want you to do with me. Mm. You know mm. what I mean? And there's those there's situations like that, too, where your partner is trying to spend time with you, but they also have things that they're interested in. Right. They're like. So why don't, and they're trying to include you in that. So you could then make the effort to be included in their interests as well. So I just wanted to put that out there, like just a little mm-hmm. extra, right. little. Yeah, it's nice little curveball. Yeah, because yeah. sometimes it be like that. It's like the other person would try, but it's like you're so stuck in what you want to do or how they need to show up for you, and it's like, well, not everybody's gonna show up for you the way you want them, to. want them to. So let people show up as who they are mm-hmm. in their capacity and see if you can meet them where they're at. Maybe not all the time, because sometimes people give you some half-ass shit, and it's like, no, this ain't good enough. Yeah, for that, don't even bother. But, you know, if you see that they're putting in the effort, then... Because I think, yo, women... I'm fuck, I'm just going to say your shit. Whatever. Say your fucking shit. Fuck your shit. Talk your shit, bro. Yeah, bro. We'll force men to watch some bullshit-ass shows. Hell yeah. And we be sitting there watching shit that we don't give a fuck about. We watching the Kardashians. We watching Love and Hip Hop and all this nonsense. <laughs> and we not trying to watch, right? But, like... On a weekly fucking basis. Oh, Monday night, 9 p.m. This is our time to watch our show, honey. Mm-hmm. Toxic but we want to watch Monday. one fucking one sports game with y'all mm-hmm. a week. And y'all are like, this is the end of the fucking world. Well, you see, me and we've been pretty good, though. Nah, we've been, we've, we've we been good. Right. We've because been it's like, yeah. I don't really give him shit. Like, honestly... We look for shows to watch. We look together. for shows mm-hmm. to watch together. And then, but and then she, got, she got her time where she watches her shows. Right. And every now and again, I interject like, oh, shit, that's what's going on now. Because you know what? Low-key, guys be liking the toxic shows. Right. They be into it. They be like, wait a minute. So he, nah. she's sleeping with who? Right. But wasn't she talking to that other nah. guy over there? The worst, it's, see, it's a, it's a form, it's <laughs> a form of communication. <laughs> it's a, you know what I'm saying? He'd be like, but wait a minute. Wasn't that? she with the other one? That, wasn't she with homeboy? If I, if I didn't do that, then it's like, oh. You're not interested. I sit there and I watch your show with you and I pay attention. No, but we're talking wait, about, wait, see. we're talking about, <laughs> we are talking about. We trying to engage shows. with y'all. No, 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 I no, know. No, which is great. But we're talking about shows that he never even started watching with me. Mm-hmm. And he'll probably catch it on a scene where something crazy is happening. Mm-hmm. And he'll sit down, right. watch a little bit, mm-hmm. act like he's not really that interested. He'll be mm-hmm. on his phone and I'll be catching him, watching. And he'll get up, walk away. Then the following day, I'm watching the show. And then he'll come. He'll be like, but well, wait a minute. <laughs> was it this bro with this, with this dude one, and this that? You know? Or nah, even something you, subtle. Like, oh, I don't like I'm the dress. Gonna, I'm not going to sit <laughs> like there and, and not pay attention to anything that's right, going on. Right. Because that's, a, that's, that's me showing that, look, right. I know you like this. This is what you like. So I'm going to pay a little bit of attention to it. Mm-hmm. So that this way, it, it, it opens up topic for communication. Right. Like, oh, shit. Was it that bra with this dude and mm-hmm. they was doing that? Right. And that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Now this is what's going on. Mm-hmm. All right. Then after that said and done, what I do? All right, I'm going to go back to yeah, watching yeah, whatever yeah, he was doing. Playing mm-hmm. my game or playing with the kids. Yeah. Whatever it is. 
but it allows you to keep that communication with your partner. Mm-hmm. If if you don't you don't pay attention to what your partner likes, you know what I'm saying? Then then you wouldn't know. Like I right, let me do this on this day. Like instead of instead of me doing this for me, let me spend some time doing this for her. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah, of course. And there's times he'd be watching the Mayans or whatever he's watching. And you'll watch it with me. And I watch it. And you don't have to. She could just be like but I just lay there with him just so we could spend that time together and we just watch it. That's great. That's, That's so cute. cute. <laughs> That's a great dynamic. All right. So I wanted to switching gears a little bit. I want. All right. So you guys <clears throat> have been married for how long now? A year. Wow. Just a year. But together for six. Yeah. And when you guys started, you already had Aiden. Yes. And so you kind of like assumed the stepfather role. Yeah. And now you're an official father because you have my beautiful niece, Aria. Yeah, she's, oh, she's, she's so fucking cute. Aria. My baby. Um, I wanted, she'll watch this when she gets older. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we have a topic here. How do you guys communicate with each other when it comes to parenting? I mean, we, we, we had this agreement from the start, yeah. which was, you know what I'm saying? If she says something is law, if I say something is law. And then if we don't agree with what we... You know, like, let's say I tell Aiden something and we don't agree with it. We'll wait till he's away. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he's in his room. And we'll talk about playing it. Playing or on timeout. And she'll be like, look, oh, maybe we out. should do this or that or blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. We don't do it in front of him. Because the moment, and, and, and I've seen this time and time again. Some of my friends, they have their kids and they're always bumping heads with each other, the parents. And the kids see that. So the kids start to learn that I... I know if I want a cookie, after, like, before I go to bed, I go to mommy and I mm-hmm. ask her because she's going to let me rock. Yeah. So I'm not going to go to daddy. But then some kids, you know what I'm saying, if he doesn't see that, the kids don't see that, then they, they to them it's like, I can't have a cookie at this time. Like, right. past this time, I, I just can't. That's have it. It don't matter who so I go to. I'm not even going to bother. If I go to mommy, she's going to tell me no. Mm-hmm. If I go to daddy, he's going to tell me no, and it is what it is. You have to be on the same page as parents. You have to because kids are very smart and they will manipulate the shit out of both of you. Facts. <laughs> we were all kids. Oh yeah. We all we all tried it. They mm-hmm. will. And if they see like because there's times I may be too hard on Aiden because I just feel like as a mom like I have to let him know you ain't gonna fuck around with mommy. Mm-hmm. And there's times that I may be a little bit too hard on him and once I do what I need to do or whatever, Chris will. Put me aside and he'll be like, babe, come on. You don't got to punish him for that long. Like, chill. And I'll be like, all right, you're right. We just had this conversation today. We actually did. Yo, so your nephew. Oh, talk about it. (laughs) My baby. He was taking his albuterol pump, knowing how crazy his asthma is, and decided to just spritz the pump in the air. (laughs) No, but you got to tell him why he did it. So I'm walking by the room and I hear the pump going off and I'm like, he's better like what's going on and i'm like wait a minute were you spraying your pump he was like yeah and i said you're spraying your pump in the air he was like yeah and i said why because i want to see what happens when it goes to zero (laughs) straight face and all wait the pump has a countdown like a meter okay so when i first got the pump it was like at 190 something puffs okay Right? Yeah. I just got that pump for him not even a month ago. Oh, so it's already almost at zero. Not almost. Oh, it's it's at, at, zero? at zero. Oh, shit. Because your man has been pumping that shit. <laughs> just to do it. Just to do it because he wanted, he wanted to, to see. see what happens when it gets to zero. Like, is it going to explode? I <laughs> said, like, that go the kids. Is it going to blow up? So what did you, you know say? So I said, what? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's Aiden. That's Aiden. With a straight face. And I said... <clears throat> You know that without that, if you need it, like I have extra, but I can't tell him I have extra because right. I don't want him to think he could just be wasting pumps. Right. And, you know, luckily the insurance covers it. I don't have to pay nothing for it out of pocket, but he don't need to know that. So I'm telling him, you think I'm here working and because you want to see something go to zero? Like, what happens if you can't breathe? Mm-hmm. You know what happens? You and just can't breathe. Done. Like, it's yeah. zero. Like, that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And he was just looking at me, like, with a straight face, like... <laughs> You know that look, that look. <sighs> I love so you him. punished him? Yeah, I punished him. For how long? Well, I had... the sentence? Well, he was going to be punished for a little while because I was pissed off at that. That pump was practically new. But then this morning <laughs> when... Spritzing away. pissed. <laughs> like, <laughs> the for, for some reason, I thought you were going to say he thought it was like air freshener or some shit. 
Like he was just. I mean, like, I, I wish. What, he, he, he I wish that that would have been his response. But when he came out and said, "I just wanted to see what happened when it went to zero. And then at first I thought that there was still some left. When I looked at that shit and it says zero, you, yo, girl, I had to get out of that room because I was going to lose my shit. Mm-mm. So anyway, he was punished. I saw him no TV or whatever. And I was actually going to like let him play his, you know, his Xbox and shit. So I said, no TV, you're not watching nothing. Go to sleep. He went to sleep. He slept for like mad hours. And then today, Chris, I was getting my nails done and Chris calls me. He's like, he's still punished. Yeah, I was like, yeah. So, what do you so think? I, I was weird. I was a little weird. We woke up early this morning because he had to get blood drawn, and then when we got back to the crib, he went to the room and went to, to he went straight to sleep. I'm like, that's not Aiden. Like, <laughs> usually that TV's on. He got the TV on. He's playing with his toys. He's making noise. I'm like, why is he sleeping? And in the back of my head, I'm like, Yo, I hope he's not getting sick. I didn't. She told me yesterday, like, oh, what he did, and she barked on him, but she didn't tell me that he was punished. She just told me, yo, mm-hmm. I barked on him. This is what happened. Your son walked out. Spraying his shit to zero. So then today, I'm like, I call her. I'm like, yo, is he punished? She's like, yeah, he's punished. I was like, how long he's supposed to be punished for? She's like, I'll figure it out when I figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> he's, I he's said, punished. nah, but he got off punishment. He was watching TV. And I was like, he's, he, I think he understands it now. I think he, it was just because I was that kid. I was that kid I was that, that I wanted kid. to know. I Let took, me tell I you. I took my mother's toaster apart yeah. he? just because I wanted I, I wanted to understand how the you. toaster worked. When she was, <laughs> was born, crazy. when she was born, <clears throat> we was in, I was in mom's house. And it was the same night that mommy was giving birth to you. And I went into Jimmy's room. Jimmy's our uncle. I went into his room and he had like um like a dagger, like one of them knives type shit. And I fucking took the shit and made triangles on mom's wall just because I wanted to see how the triangles would look on the wall. <laughs> and I was Aiden's age. Yeah. Like with a dagger. With a dagger, we just wallin'. carving triangles. But then my thing is, is that where the hell was he's, mom? He's at the curious What kind of babysitting age. was going no, on yeah. there? Right? Yeah, you we all do dumb shit. Remember when I cut my hair? Oh my I had god. A, a, Natalie. a piece of hair that was like up. Natalie always used to do shit when I was babysitting her. Always. <laughs> always. Because Priscilla would just be watching TV or on the phone. I was a kid. I was a <laughs> kid. I was like, fuck it. And I remember she fucking took a scissor and she cut. Yeah. She wanted to make bangs for herself. But Natalie, it wasn't bangs. But it wasn't bangs. At because all. Natalie had Natalie had long, beautiful hair. She didn't even have bangs back then. And she dead ass just cut a piece. So she had like a little rooster thing going on up here. Oh no. Yeah. And I go into my mother's room yeah. and I'm like, she was in my mother and I said, What are you doing? She's like, nothing. <laughs> No. She had this beagle, like I don't even know how to describe it, just sticking up. Yeah, She's just up, yo. Yeah, she was our fossil like for a minute. Or even when I did the, because it took a while. Oh, the, the mascara. mascara. <laughs> she fucking took my mother's mascara. I forgot how old she was. She wasn't that I old. I was young. She was young, maybe yeah. six, seven years old. And she took mommy's mascara. She put that shit all over her. I put eyes. one coat, and I was like, oh, it looks good. I start watching she TV. Kept on. I put another coat. Yo, Watch TV, another one, another blink. one, like another one, like on some oh. DJ Khaled shit. I fucking went, she's looking at me like this. <laughs> I'm like, what's wrong with your eyes? Open your eyes. She was like, they are open. <laughs> I was like, what did you do? The, the, the eyelids got so heavy. They t- Yo, they t- I put so much mascara on. That fucking mascara. Like, kids just do dumb shit. Shit was like, hilarious. It just is what it is. It's hilarious. It is what it um, is, man. That's, so, that's, that's, that's part of childhood. Yeah. That was funny though, mascara. I never so parenting that. going well, I guess. It's going great. <laughs> it's going great. It's going well. It's going great. Um, um I have wait. a. Oh yeah, go, go, ahead. go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, no, go. I want to see what your question is. No, I was gonna ask one of the other questions. Okay, so go I was ahead. gonna ask because I I remember I asked you guys this before, and I guess I didn't write it down for here, and I remembered it. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously you were a parent first, and mm-hmm. you became a parent afterwards. How hard was it navigating that where? You had your own idea of what it was like being a parent with a new parent, you know, and it's like not trying to um, like, like be little. Yeah. Like, you know, make him feel bad about like maybe he had an idea of what you should do as a parent or like. But you have more experience. And you had the more experience. Um, <laughs> obviously, you kind of got touched on like the communication, but it still is a little different. You know, when you first having those conversations or first holding Aria and it's like, Yo, I want to do this or it's like I have this. And it's not like... Well, Chris is really good, like, at asking me. Like, I don't have to worry about him doing no dumb shit with the kids. Because he'll always ask me. I always, I always be like, babe, am I doing this shit right? Right. Because 
It's like you said, she's got that experience. And I know she's got that experience. For me, this is all new. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I, I go to her for guidance. Like, is the pep on backwards or right. I got it on right? Yeah. And there's times that I do catch myself. Like, sometimes, like, oh, my God, I can't believe he did that. Or, like, he'll ask me certain questions. And I'm like, why would you? Like, no, you can't do that. Like, no. But then I realized, like, he was, like, he's a new dad, you know? Yeah. Even though he had nieces life, and nephews, older. he was older. He was already communicating. Mm-hmm. So he'd tell right. you, I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. I want a cookie. Mm-hmm. Right? right? But Aria, nah. Right now, everything is, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Animal sounds. You know what but, I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yo. So, <laughs> All right. So one of the things that when you're a parent, right, you have to deal with your kids having tantrums, let's say. Girl. I know you guys have dealt with quite a few. You have to deal dealing with them. But, <clears throat> you know, like, the way, I don't know how, I mean, I know how y'all were raised or how we were raised. Like, our parents weren't really talking with us. Like, now there's this thing about gentle parenting. Have you guys heard of that. gentle parenting? Yeah, that's, um, that's, a <clears throat> that's a joke. But, in a way, I kind of get it when it comes to, I guess, <clears throat> making your children aware of their emotions and how to cope with their emotions oh, no, so they're yeah. not so, spiraling. So, pretty much, like, Aiden had a moment, because he had missed a week of school from being sick. And when he had to come back to school, he had to take four tests. Oh, damn. So, he, like, had a meltdown, had a nervous breakdown, he was, was crying. He was stressed out. I'm so stressed and all of this. And I was just yeah. like... And, you know... <clears throat> Part of me, because of how we were raised. Mommy, you see, our parents didn't raise no punk-ass little bitches, seriously. Because it's like any time that we wanted to feel certain things, it was like, all right, get a grip. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so much worse than life. You're being selfish or you're being like this for feeling this way. Like, it's not that serious. Yeah. And I don't want to do that to my child because it's not right. Because he should feel like his emotions matter and... What he feels matters and it should be validated. Yeah. So in that moment, I wanted to be like, you got to be kidding me. But I spoke to him and I said, you know, papi, I understand that you're stressed. I understand, you know, because it is a lot. You did miss a lot of school. I said, but I'm here with you, helping you. Mm -hmm. It's not like you're studying this on your own. I'm helping you. Mm -hmm. I'm giving you quizzes. You have daddy Chris that's helping you also. And you still have a couple more days before you actually going to have the test. So by then, you're going to be prepared. You're going to be okay. But it is okay to feel the way you feel. And I find myself doing that more because I don't want him to grow up and not feel like it's okay to express emotion. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of men have a problem expressing themselves. Mm-hmm. And any time that you want them to show emotion, they shy from it because they were probably taught, suck it up, mm-hmm. stop being a little bitch. Turn up. Chin up. And that's the reason why this generation is so fucked up. Because mm-hmm. men feel like it's wrong to show their weaknesses. Mm-hmm. And it's not wrong because we're human and we all have weaknesses. And I feel like it takes great strength to show your weaknesses. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's it's easier to hide them. And it's a lot better to just let it be. Like, just be normal. Like, they yeah. should be... They should be okay to cry and say how they feel and not have anybody look at them like, mm-hmm. yeah, punk-ass bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like, seriously, it's I not agree. right. So I'm trying to raise my son different mm-hmm. for the new generation. Did you have anything you wanted to add? Nah, she hit that. All right, perfect. Right. Yeah, right. right on the head. How about you? I'll say, don't worry, I'll beat him up, make sure. <laughs> yeah, see, because Anthony's like, oh, he got to be tough. <laughs> And it's uh, like, you know what's funny? No, no, no. I don't do that with him, though. I don't do that with him. Yeah, I, I mean, I like wrestle with him and stuff like that, but I don't be like, yo, nah, nigga, man up, stop crying. Yeah, 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 yeah. nah. Shit. But like, there's times like <laughs> we've gone out and he's falling and then he's like, cry to cry. And I'm like, nah. Like, nah. yo, walk oh, no, it that's off. different. I'd be like, like, all right, Aiden, come like, on. Like, if like, it hurts, did you break anything? You all right? Yeah, I'm like, nah, get up. Like, Toughen up, kid. Yeah, walk it off. You right. But how do you guys feel? Do you feel like you weren't allowed to show your emotional side growing up? I'm different. I didn't give a fuck. (laughs) But you weren't always like that when you was a kid. Nah, listen, when I was was coming up, up until about like fifth or sixth grade, I used to get picked on all the time because I didn't give a fuck. I showed my emotions. I didn't care. Oh, okay, okay. So kids used to pick on me like, ah. 
And then it got to the point where it was like, all right, I'm going to show my emotions, but if you pick on me, I'm going to fuck you up now. Now we're going to fight. Right. Whether I win or lose, we're going to fight. And I'm, I'm going to earn your respect. Right. You know what I mean? But in the younger years, like, it, it's, it's different. I didn't have my dad around. You know what I'm saying? So that it was hard. I didn't have, like, a, ma- a male figure around me to say, yo, this, this, this. You could show your emotions. Right. But, you know what I'm saying? When you're around certain people, you want to you know, quarantine that shit off. I didn't know all of that. So I was just like, yo, I'm just winging it right now. My older brother was three years older than me. Mm-hmm. So he had a little bit more experience, mm-hmm. but he was a kid too. You know what I mean? And my older sister, she had to take that mantle at a young age. And she's the oldest one. All boys. She's the only female. <coughs> so she tried to toughen us up, but there was only but so much that she could teach us. Um, I do, I want to, okay, so like, <clears throat> I feel like I'm great at uh, showing my emotions, although Priscilla doesn't think so, but I feel like I'm very vocal if something bothers me, <laughs> whatever, I know that. But there's differences to it though, because you're, you're vocal if something bothers you, Uh huh. but like expressing your sad is like, mm. you don't, you don't show your, you don't show like, like some people and some people are like that. Some people just don't. It's like it goes back to what I was saying about quarantine and certain shit off. Mm-hmm. You know how to quarantine. I I'm not gonna show someone when I'm sad. I'll show them when, when I'm, I'm mad. Angry. Yeah. I show them when I'm pissed. I show them when I don't agree with something. Yeah. But if I'm sad, like if I'm heartbroken, I'm not gonna show that to just you anybody. You choose who you want to see that side of you. Right. All right. Really? Coffee. Yo, I swear that shit is so obvious with Natalie. It. But see, it's <laughs> obvious because she chose for you to see some of that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For, for a third part, for a thirty a third party person like me, like I'm, yeah, I'm I'm part of the family, but she's not gonna show certain things to me. She's not gonna show me things that she would show to you because mm. y'all were in a relationship together. Yeah. So there's a different level of that. <coughs> so she knows how to quarantine a lot of that shit off and say nah. Let me tell you something. When y'all broke up. Put it closer. None of us, when y'all broke up, <laughs> none of us knew y'all broke up. You never showed us that side. There was nothing to really show. I, didn't I felt like I it. dealt with it. What? I felt like I dealt with it. Yeah, but you <laughs> dealt with it so by yourself. They're not yeah. even. Yeah. Well, the world was on quarantine. Like, doesn't matter. She was quarantined with yeah, our but, parents, and our parents didn't even know. During that whole time while everybody was quarantined, the the voice notes was crazy between these two. <coughs> How's mommy? Because remember, moms was sick. Yeah. Yeah. Jenny was sick, so how's mommy doing? Blah blah blah. Make sure you make the tea for her. Not make one sure mention of y'all being broken up. So there's certain things. Yeah, I feel like you are. There's certain things I'm right. pretty you, good at you, blocking you quarantine off. Quarantine shit off. You like nah nah. If nah, I don't nah, want to nah. talk about it because it bothers me or it's triggering she or doesn't. whatever. But um, the main thing that I was gonna say is the reason why I don't talk about things that are sad. Which I don't know how you say it's obvious with me because I feel like even when I talk to you about things. You know when I'm sad, but I don't want to talk about why I'm sad. Like, you don't know why I'm sad. You'll know when something gets me upset yeah, or when I'm mad. You know, but you don't know because I'm crying to you. You just know because I'm probably sitting there and I'm not engaging fully. Like, I'm not. That's a form of expressing your emotions. Your emotions. I guess, but I feel like form, I'm not. It's different from the norm, but it's a, it's a form of it. I'm not more. Even like when I was younger, yeah. I actually was emotional. With shit And when I think about it now I was Because Like my pops wasn't in my life Growing up So for me When I was a kid Yo I was Bad in school Like I used to fucking Go to school And I was like Literally cursing teachers out Like Hell yo yeah. fuck this Like Taking I don't wanna be here shits. I was going was, crazy yeah, shit Cause I didn't have my, my pops was in school all the time and, Yeah and like I just always thought like Yo this is the way I'm gonna just Express some like anger or some right. shit that I didn't have my pops on because I always wanted a family when I was a kid. I wanted to have a, my moms and my pops. It was normal in my life that I had, but at the same time, I used to want my pops to go see me watch, watch him play football and right. basketball and shit, but I didn't have that shit. So it made me act out a certain way. When, as I got older, I realized that I was acting this way because of that. Because of that. And then that but made when you're me a just kid, be, you don't know that. You just like. And it just made. Yeah, exactly. I, for you, and it's I, I used to start. I started thinking. Even when I was young, I really started thinking about it. And I was like, damn, this is why I was behaving this way. So it makes me even more. Made me even less emotional now as I got older. Because it's like, you know what? 
when I was being overly emotional, I was expressing, I was just maybe lashing out on people and just just behaving in a way I, I shouldn't behave. So I knew I was way more emotional when I was young. And just as I got older, I just thought about it like, damn. So anytime I do have those times where I can get emotional, I definitely chill the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And I, I know when I'm emotional. Uh, I think I am. But I, I do a really good job at <laughs> I think I controlling yeah. it and not right. making it something that's going to affect others. Well, my main point here was the reason why I said what I said was because sometimes people aren't as expressive with their emotions. Like you were saying, like men feel like they don't have like the the space to be vulnerable or whatever. And it's because sometimes, but even not just men, sometimes you can be expressing yourself and just people just shit on you or they dismiss you or they're not really taking it seriously. So people are like, all right, so what the fuck is the point of even expressing my emotions? So even though I don't have kids, my main thing was like, Yes, it's good that you teach Aiden to express himself and to make him, you know, validate his feelings. But I think you should also, or have you ever thought about teaching him how it'll be when he expresses it to people or to the world, that in a world that no one gives a fuck, really, or may not give a fuck? Because you care. So he might feel very comfortable in the house to express himself, but he'll go maybe to school or in his adult life at his job or even in a future relationship where he's not met as compassionately or empathetically right. how would he navigate that? how would he navigate that so i think it's also important to just like maybe have a talk with him too like not every space is safe for you to express yourself right. unfortunately knowing no, who to turn to well, and who to be vulnerable i'll have with. that talk with him but i feel like right now he's right now yeah, yeah yeah but just so, something to so, keep in so, mind like, that is something of course yeah because mommy had that, those talks with us when and we eventually were he's gonna learn that on his own yeah he's you gonna end up learning it anyway because yeah. the thing is is that as a parent you're gonna tell your kids a b mm-hmm. c d e and f mm-hmm. and just once they hit their teenage years just out of spite they're gonna be like not doing that. Mm-hmm. I could trust everybody. Yeah. Everyone loves I, I, me. I'm, right. I'm, I'm gonna do what I want to yeah. do. Like, I, I need to. I need to make my own sneakers. I don't need to fit in mm-hmm. mommy's shoes mm-hmm. or daddy's yeah, shoes. Yeah, then they got mm-hmm. shit on. You know and they're like, damn, that's what my parents were talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they're gonna learn. They're gonna learn through their own experiences. Right. I mean, we all learn through our experiences. How many times our parents told us, "You got to do this." And we like, uh-huh. right. I ain't doing that shit. <laughs> <laughs> and now look at this. I, I think we all did great. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. But yeah. he's gonna learn on his own. Mm-hmm. Aubrey is gonna. She's gonna learn on her own. Mm-hmm. She's the, definitely the gonna learn on her share own that information. She don't look like she gonna be with the shits. Nah, she's not. She gonna she gonna give us a run for our money. That's she's already fact. giving me a run. She is. Um, real quick. <laughs> Wanna switch gears real quick? Um. I like this one. <laughs> All right. So uh, we have like two more questions. I wanted to ask, well, Anthony wanted to ask, how important is it that you understand your red flags or your partner's red flag? Your partner's red flags or your red flags? No. How do you understand your red flags? That's um, major. Yeah. And what are your red flags? That's big, man. Understanding your red flags is a big thing, man. I don't, That's major. I don't think people really realize how important that is. As an adult, just as an adult in general, like in life, that shit is so important. And, and when it comes to work, when it comes to your relationship with your friends, when it comes to relationship with family, when it comes to that relationship with your wife mm-hmm. or your girlfriend, that shit is huge, man. Understanding who you are mm-hmm. and, and, and what you do and what you're willing how, to deal with. Right. And tolerate. It's big. That shit you. is huge. Because I think red flags, people people um, put red flags on to other people. Like, oh, you're a red flag because you do X, Y, and Z. Or you're a red flag because you believe in that. But red flags are really about you. Because what's a red flag to you may not be a red flag to me. Right. right. So, like, if somebody calls you every hour on the hour, you might think that's normal and that's a beautiful thing. But to me, I'm like, hell no, I don't like that shit. Nah, like, what the fuck you calling me every hour that. for? So, red flags are really about you. And like you said, understanding yourself like what mm. is not okay with you so you don't even have to put yourself in certain situations and that's certain that's people. that's that's one of the biggest problems in society today is that people don't people are so so quick to to jump into the next big thing mm-hmm. i gotta do this i gotta do that i left this job i gotta go get another job over here and do this and one thing i learned so with a past job that i had I, you know what i'm saying we went on strike and i was like 
I got to I got to stay within that same career path. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and then after taking time and, and talking to myself and understanding who I was as a person, I was like, that's just not for me no mm-hmm. more. Like I grew out of that. I just wasn't ready to to accept it, but I grew out of that. Mm-hmm. I need to venture into something bigger and better. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did. You know what I mean? And understanding your red flags and like where you are as a person is major in life and in every single aspect that you could think of. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and a lot of us, we hold red flags and we just ignore them mm-hmm. because it's easier to ignore it's your red flags. It's so easy to say, I'm not the problem. That person's the problem. Mm-hmm. I'm not the problem. She's the problem. He's the problem. When really, like, you're doing things that's causing them to react in certain right. kind of mm-hmm. ways. Because I know I was a problem. You just be I the problem, problem just for even staying there. Right. Like, if you know that person's a problem and they're a red flag and it's causing all this, all these issues and, like, why are you still in this situation? But you're ultimately stay. the problem because you don't have to. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry. I know that in our relationship, pretty much... I, my red flag was always whenever we had a, a disagreement or like an argument, I wanted to like talk about it right then and there. Oh, I'm the same way. Yeah. And you have to know your partner okay. also. Right. Because if you have a partner that's just as hot headed as you are. Mm-hmm. And I get hot. <laughs> and y'all going to talk about it right then and there. Nothing's going to get solved because it's just going to escalate and cause more chaos and more problems. So... I had to learn because one thing too, you always have to be the bigger person. I chose to be the bigger person. <laughs> and whenever there is a disagreement, not to say that I'm not going to talk my shit because mm-hmm. I am going to talk my shit. But I have learned to remove myself and take that little time for me just to like, I guess, look at the situation and see if I'm overreacting. If maybe I misread the signs or maybe I misinterpreted his whatever he said or the approach or whatever and then i sleep on it and then if i still feel like i was right i didn't misinterpret it then i'm gonna be like all right we need to discuss Mm -hmm. what happened but that takes growth because me back and i was not like that Mm -hmm. like i didn't give a fuck if i I misinterpreted anything i didn't care it was always my interpretation that's the only side i saw that's the only thing i focused on i didn't focus on anything else and I realized that being that way wasn't going to put me in a healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't going to provide a healthy relationship, especially for my son at the time. Mm-hmm. Now with Aria, forget about it. So it's like now I'm more mindful of those things. And you have to be. Like, you just can't keep walking around being an asshole. Like, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, and facts, yeah. facts. You just can't. So I've learned to just let it go. Because that was major. It's yeah. major for me. And that's 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 like one of the hardest things, at least for me, one of the hardest things to come, like, to just say, you know what, let me just shut the fuck up, <laughs> take a few steps back, right. mm-hmm. and look at it from a different perspective. Because a lot of the times we look at everything from our point of view. Like, right. mm-hmm. I'm pissed off because of this, 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 and this. But then you don't look at it from your partner's point of view or your friend's point of view or your neighbor's point of view. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Or your boss's point of view. You just look at it like... Pfft, this is what it is. Mm-hmm. That's that. But sometimes you got to take that step back and say, all right, let me look at it from this person's perspective and let me try to get an understanding of why they feel this way or they're talking this way or they're reacting this way, whatever the case may be. And it'll take you, it, it, it could take you a lot further. Like back in the days, my boss would tell me this, that, and the third, I'd go fuck yourself. That was my response. <laughs> go fuck yourself. I was in a union. I could do shit like that. Go mm-hmm. fuck yourself. I'm not doing that. You crazy? What are you smoking? Now, in this day and age, like, I look at it from a boss's perspective. Like, this dude is looking at a, a, a bigger goal than me. Like, for me, as an employee, I'm looking. I'm coming in, clocking in, doing my job. I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. But this person is looking at it in a broader spectrum. And I'm like, all right, now I see where they're coming from. Now I see why they're hitting me with this, this, that, and the third. So now let's, let's talk mm-hmm. and let's come to an agreement. With her and I, you know what I'm saying? Like, we may have disagreements. And sometimes in the moment, she may say something and I don't see it from her point of view. But then if I take that time out to sit back and look at it from her point of view and try to get an understanding, I'm like, damn, you know what? She she kind of got a point. Mm-hmm. Like, I could see why she's pissed off at me. 
babe, we're gonna do this from now on. Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. That's growth, man. That's and that's that's major in life. I I think I think a lot of people. For all y'all out there, if you haven't taken that time out to get to know yourself and what your self-red flags are, definitely do it. It'll change your life dramatically, dramatically. That's right. Talk your shit, baby. You're not doing Natalie's favorite word. You're not holding yourself accountable. Oh, you're not accountability. You have to take accountability. Self-accountability is a huge But you have to. And accountability starts with you. Because right. okay. if you, you don't hold, hold yourself, anybody else accountable, if you don't not, hold, not hold yourself, yourself accountable, period, period, period. period. <laughs> um, one last question: If you were judged by the lowest point of your life, would you be canceled? Canceled. I feel like people getting canceled for everything right now. First of all, I don't believe in cancel culture. I don't believe so, in it at all. I think I think I would. Like when I was younger, like yeah, but you were yeah. Just I just some dumb mess. shit with yeah, like, I definitely was on some way more like homophobic type shit. Like growing up in like the nineties New York. <laughs> like <space. laughs> No, it is what it is. When I was younger, like I, I'm not I don't feel those way, that way anymore. But when I was a kid, like I definitely was like everyone was like a beat bitch ass uh, like you fucking like you right. know what I'm saying? Like that's just how it was back then. Like and like if you was like even type some kind of like gay or whatever. I feel like Chris was probably on that same. No, it is hundred percent. I was. Right. Not even. You know what I'm not even so, a shred of doubt in my yeah, mind. Yeah, it's same. like yo. I used to be like, oh, this dude's like this little. But that was that comes down to like where we was where we was raised. That's what we, it we, was. The way we grew up. at that time, right in that era. Yeah, that was like the thing. You know what I'm saying? When you talk shit with your boys, that's how you talk shit with your boys. But you also, a part of you also felt that way. Like, fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now but as why? an adult. I always wonder, yeah. like, but that's crazy. It, because it, So it was where like, I grew up at. Because we don't do we that as females. That. Like, we don't be like, oh, fuck that butch. We don't do that. Butch. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. Not like, bitch. Not bitch, butch. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like, we don't go around saying shit like that. That's, right? Yeah. Well, that's we don't what I'm saying. So, like, and we went to all girl Catholic high schools yeah. where there was a lot of that going around. It's a lot of butch. A lot of butch. <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't, I didn't care. <laughs> like, you want a munch? <laughs> Do your thing. <laughs> like, you Thought know. I was feeling you? Right. Nah, it was. So, yeah, nah, it was like a weird. Oh it, was, it was wild, like, for us. Like, it was just like, nah, we wasn't even talking to, like, if you was like, yo, if you even kind of had like a switch when you walked or like right, had a little right, twang right, when you talk, right. little twang, yeah, like with your like, hand, nah. your hand gestures, yeah, was if just you was like, a little too extra, twang. you know, that's how we was in it. Like now, now I'm just at the point where it's like I care less about any of that. Like it don't matter. But me that's at all. the thing, y'all should have always cared less about I think, it. I think it, I think it. I think it boils down to exposure as well. You know what I'm saying? Because some people, I aren't guess, because yeah, they're not as exposed. And now we like, live in an era where <laughs> it's everywhere. It's, it's everywhere. On, it's on. It's on fucking cartoons. It's even in the now. Disney movies now. Right. <laughs> like, right. It's cracking nah, up. Is, so so like my uncle, my uncle. She's done. I know why. Like, I don't even know. I don't know. But so my uncle right is oh, I'm a gay uncle too just like y'all have gay uncles yeah so my uncle was gay but growing up when I was like really young I used to like really not get along with my uncle that well but it was all with me because I'm like yo this nigga's gay like fuck this dude can't tell me shit you didn't like, even give him right. a chance oh. just because you wrote that him off that is crazy that's I mean, crazy was, but it was just like I used to be that way and like that's I used crazy. to act that way when it comes to like gay I'm like nah you ain't no real man like that's the way I used to look at it and Damn. But when I got older you and like it. I lived down there like late like early twenties or whatever it was, we got mad cool. Like you know, what I'm saying me and my mom got mad cool. It was because I my, my mentality had changed. I wasn't the same. Right. You grew up. I grew you up. Wasn't it wasn't seeing a gay man. Yeah, you were it wasn't seeing that same your way. uncle. And like, I seen just like we would just chill. We would just watch movies and shit together, and we just hang out and just have a good time. And right. I was just like, nah, you. I like, feel like honestly, anybody's sexual preference. That ain't got nothing to do with me. So right. at the end of the day, it is your butthole, you, your butthole, <laughs> your mouth, your munching. That's not <laughs> like, business. It's like, your mouth. Correct. It's your, butthole, your scissor. Your but that's what the question it's is. Your everything. Your I'm not past. gonna talk to you about the your sex life. The question is about your past. Yeah, the, the question is about know, your past. I know. Something you would judge like you're I'm trying to think. Like, I don't think you were in the past. Maybe because I've always been very open minded, even as a kid. Like right. I've always We've been, been like very that. Very open minded. And I don't know if it was maybe because we did have that exposure because we did have our uncle. Or like that. I had the same yeah. exposure. 
Bobby had a cousin yeah, but I think that men, became a woman. And for men, it was a man. So know. we I had like a like, lot of exposures to stuff But in like general, that. men yeah. are like, all right, we could talk about I it. I think men are just harder. No, men yeah. are like ingrained. Right. Like, <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh my God. Oh. Wait a minute. Yo, the fact that your wife fucking says pause. Right, like, no, harder? Men? The way we're raised, I just feel like. But like, I think that's even. But men are like ingrained with homophobia. I feel like, mm-hmm. either from their friends, from society, from whatever. It's like music, hip hop, rap, whatever. Like I don't know. We wouldn't. Women, we're not really like that unless we're like really raised by parents but who are even, like drilling that in us. But men are everything is like. Oh no, that's gay. I can't do that. I can't compliment another man. I can't tell him he looks good. I can't tell him I like his outfit. That's gay. And it's just like. Of course. But and girls even, will be like, bitch, you look mad good. Right. Oh my God. But also, like, one thing I've right. talking about recently, um, <clears throat> and like in New York especially, like if I just give you a compliment, like, yo, you're doing really well with your podcast. Mm-hmm. Growing up in New York, yo, you dick riding this motherfucker. Like, right you're straight right. Yeah. Like, you straight riding. Get off this nigga's dick. That's straight New York. You can't compliment someone. Yeah. So growing up in New York, in the city, I anytime you get I think it's anything, just like, like, like. I it, really hate that. I, I think it's, it's based where you, where you raised that. Yeah. yeah. I hate that. That's you know, so if you, crazy. If you grew up in the burbs, you probably mm-hmm. you probably. Cause I agree because you know what? Where I work now, so I work in a liquor store part time, right? And my coworkers, <laughs> they're not from the hood, so like even today they were they're all men. They were smacking each other's asses, and that's oh, how they man. play around. Like they were yeah, slow like, dancing with each like other, that. but they yeah, play I'm, around. Like <laughs> no, <laughs> but like you know, we were a little lit. Yeah. You could tell us exactly. jokes and like, shit like that. Play, like, when you I play sports, football, did y'all like slap each other in the I ass? I go back, back to like so that made it less gay. To I'm you? not smacking. No, because you know dudes be doing that whole ass. I don't do that shit. He wasn't cupping the cheek. Nah, no cupping. It'll just be like, yo, good shit. Like right here, like that. Good joint. Oh, on the leg. That's it. Backhand? Like oh, this. okay. It's not like But broke. nobody was backhand in the butt. Nah, I'm good on that. Okay, I'm just... Uh, I'm just wasn't doing that But, shit. like, this not is how they play around. Yeah. NFL, in our movies, in the... In the smack each other's asses. Nah, that's... Good job. Nah. And they smacking hard. Girl, they be wilding They be wilding. But, but I that, feel like, you know... But, no, it does Y'all ever gave each other wedgies? See, I wasn't into all that, that shit. Right. Like, I wasn't, <laughs> all that I wasn't into shit. all that shit either. But... Like for the dudes, like like with me, like you slap people. You sounded out excited heads. asking that question. Yeah. Yeah. Each other wedges. You, you do <laughs> like have you like high. obviously when you play when you play Only in a team sport, you're playing TV. with a bunch of different people from different oh, different places. But a lot of the dudes that was from the hood was not into. We was like, nah, yeah. we ain't doing that <laughs> shit. A lot of the shit you saw on TV and like football movies and shit that shit ain't go down for real. Yeah. That's how it be. You be having my inside jokes all day. Oh, oh my god, this so, yeah. was rich. Um, how are we feeling, guys? There's no more topics. Are we good? Feeling I'm glad good? you guys came. How do you feel? Like, how was everything? Because you were a little nervous. You it feel good? Great. I was. I was at first. See, but once you start talking, it's like but he's yeah. not. He act like he has. Trouble. First of all, you have mad shit to say. You are a social butterfly. You are. <laughs> you be. Wait. Well, that shouldn't have said that after this conversation. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. But let's take that butterfly really comment back. Anyway. Really <laughs> he spread his wings. <laughs> I might be canceled after this episode. I'm for really I, delusional right now. I'm oh, so exhausted. Um, all right, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening, guys. Thank, thank you, you for, for coming. Us. Yes, of course. This was great. Oh, and um, we'll see you guys next week. Yeah. Bye. Oh man, that was a good episode. Right!